And welcome back to Poulton Projections, brought to you from the penthouse of Midtown, powered by the Beacon Center. We are coming to you at 8.55 p.m. Tuesday night. We are just, you know, even though people might expect that this is a low tone here this week, Chris, uh, for this pod because of no wins from Midtown. And we're just going to call it like it is, no wins. But, you know, we're going to bring the energy. Aren't we? We are going to bring the energy because um, this isn't going to ever happen again. I lost. I'll admit it. Austin, you won. Congrats. But don't let that think I'm going to take it easy on any of you scumbags this week. That's right. None of the scum around the league will live to see another day where this happens again. And um, we're just going to kick it right off, and I'm going to let you go because you've promised all day, Chris, that you were going to go in on the Sky Weekly, which have been caught, caught mixed reviews once again. Some positives from people like Asa that have not given it positive reviews, definitely not because he's been ranked high, um, but you are giving it the lowest ratings ever, I hear. Are those rumors true? Yeah, these rumors are true. Skyler, I told you last week that when you write these, you lie to yourself, and when you do them via video, you can't see what you're writing, so you can't lie to yourself. And this week, you just absolutely botched. I don't think you got one spot right. Putting it Allen at 0-2 at the 10 position, when he is clearly not the 10th worst team in the league. I think that could be you, as your best receiver wouldn't start on anybody's team. And we go to Josh, 9. Josh, you know, he has lost two games, and he did have a stinker of a week, but he absolutely has some great quarterbacks and some running backs and receivers, and I don't think he should be at nine. And then you put me at eight. What? What is that about? I have one bad week, and all of you... Out of two, albeit. Yeah, all of you slandered Mormon Mahomes. Well, guess what? Mormon Mahomes still had more passing yards than ten other quarterbacks this week while throwing four picks. It's rookie growth pain. He's going to come back stronger than ever. And then you're slandering my receiver play when you were texting me earlier this week begging for Julio Jones, begging for one of my elite receivers. And I'm just not going to give it to you. And I want this on record, too. This was an actual offer from Skyler. He offered Julio Jones for Deshaun Watson and Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> and then he, then he got mad when I said, I want Austin Eckler for Latavius Murray. <laughs> so, Skyler, you really botched it. You should be at least in the bottom eight. Um, Gary, you know, I get, I'll take it back. Gary's, Gary's in a fine spot. Still think he doesn't have the best team out there, but he's 2-0. and And then you have Tim... I, I don't like Tim's team one bit. I've been trying to get Mormon Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, from him. And we're just not getting anywhere. 
Um, I'm sure those offers were great. I would love to hear what those offers were. Yeah, I think there was some miscommunication um, initially because I'll read verbatim what I said to Tim. I said, my goal is to get Tyreek Hill and Mahomes together. So if anyone else on my team is of interest, I'm willing to trade. Can we make something happen without Tyreek Hill? I think Tim was thinking I was only talking a one-for-one, which I wasn't, to which he responded, how about Chris Carson for Ben Roethlisberger? (laughs) So we had further dialogue after that, and I think we got on the same page, but I don't like it. Um, I'm still not a big fan of his team. And then um, having Logan at one, that's just stinky. Um, I don't know if the commissioner threatened you, had you at gunpoint, or threatened to get your team out of the league, but Logan should not be anywhere near the top four. Albeit 2-0, albeit, as I was called last year, he's a fake 2-0 team. Those are my thoughts. Skylar, you suck. Skylar, you suck. What a way to end it. And man, a crazy week it was, wasn't it? Um... Midtown losing two games just doesn't happen often. It really doesn't. And, and so we're, we're really looking forward to next week. But, uh, but Skylar, we do appreciate, well, we, knew some, we know some do appreciate the work that you do for the Sky Weekly. It always gets a laugh, always uh, brightens our day. So thank you for that. We will continue to shout that out for you. Um, we're going to jump right into the matchups here this week. And um, the matchups are interesting, aren't they, Chris? Um, with week three coming up, we have three teams that are winless and three teams that are undefeated. So the first matchup that we are going to talk about is, a, like I said, one of very big interest, Gary versus Austin. Gary at 2-0 and and Austin at 1-1. and Who do you got here, Chris? Well, conventional wisdom says take Austin, but I'm not always going to go with conventional wisdom. So I'm going to take the goof. I think Tom Brady's playing some elite football. Matt Stafford's on a good team. Nick Chubb's played well. I don't like Najee Harris. DJ Moore and Sam Darnold seem to have a good connection. Chris Godwin's playing with the great Tom Brady. Brandon Cooks seems to be quarterback proof. No matter who's his quarterback, he's still going to put up big games. Um, I think the key is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. If he puts up one of his patented stinkers, Austin might be able to squeak in a win um, and squeak because he likes squeaking like his fellow rats. Um, And then, you know, Kyler Murray's been playing out of his mind. He does have Jacksonville, so he could go for 40. Um, But, you know, you look at his running backs. Henderson, stinky. I don't think he's going to get more than 20 yards against Vita Bay. Then you have Elijah Mitchell, who Austin spent $32 on last week, who put up a whopping five points. Stefan Diggs has played like banana bread soup, which if you've never had banana bread soup, you don't want to try it. I have not, and I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have it. Anytime you can start Jacoby Myers, you know you want to do that with Mr. Dumpin' Gun, Mac Jones. I don't think he's ever thrown a ball more than 10 yards down the field. And then your Cleveland defense is about to get lit up this week. So, Austin, you suck. Because Justin Fields is getting the first start, probably, right? Yeah. And, and Tyrod Taylor was putting on a fucking show before he molested his hamstring. So if all the hype about this Fields guy is true, Cleveland's in for a long day. 
I also want to say before I ask you on the line, Chris, the viewers should know you are rocking the cowboy hat tonight. Is there a purpose for that? I was just in my room. I was watching a great film, All American. I don't know which one of you told me about, but somebody did in Vegas, so thank you. And looked to my left, and they saw my cowboy hat. So I figured I'd grab it. So well, it adds a nice little um, energy booster to the room. And uh, line uh, minus seven and a half, who we got there, in the favor of Austin. We're taking goof all day, every day. Awesome. I, in this matchup, I, I've said it from week one, have I not, Chris, on the pod, that Goof has been wildly disrespected. And I mean, I didn't say this part from week one, but that he is doomed to have a good season. Doomed, in a good way, to have a good season. Correct. Because of the stout disrespect, maybe not stout, but amazing amount of disrespect that Chris and Skyler displayed towards his team. His team is it has to go in the right direction because same with Mac Jones. Everyone sh- shafted him over and over again saying he was going to be bad, he's going to be terrible, and I think he's doomed for a good career because of it. Um, I, in this matchup, am going to take Gary. I think Austin falls to 1-2, and two, and Gary pulls through and goes to 3-0, and oh, shocking the Sky Weekly upside down. Next matchup. Chris, what's the next, next matchup that you want to talk about here? What's one um, that you find interesting? I want to talk about... Oh, there's a lot of stinky ones here. Let's just jump straight into mine. Oh, okay, interesting. Go for it. Um, before we get started, I'm sure you're all familiar with the story, the little engine that could, and how Thomas, or I think it's Thomas the Train. Thomas the Train, yes. Says naturally, everyone knows. I think I can. I think I can. These are not the words Josh should be thinking this week as he goes in to play a dominant Chris Trussell. And too much depth. I had a bad week last week, but boy, am I looking to take Josh behind the barn. And along with any lineage, the remains of the Mendoli man. Zach Wilson is going to have a bounce back week. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. I don't know if Carson Wentz is going to play. If he doesn't, I put in a waiver claim, and I don't care if you know who it is because I'm going to spend more than I need to, and none of you will match what I'm spending. Um, Antonio Gibson. If you, if you don't mind saying it, then why don't you share, Chris? I've put in two bids. I put in a $40 bid for Sam Darnold, and I put in a $40 bid for Heineke. So if any of you want them more than $40, I guess you can go ahead and have them. Well, no one's going to know because this will be released tomorrow morning, so we'll see if you uh, win that bid. Then, you know, Antonio Gibson, he's been off to a slow start, I'll admit it, but there's no need to be worried. Even the great Matt Barry says you shouldn't be worried. Um, Chris Carson, I think he's going to be more involved this week as we play Minnesota. My receivers are all going to perform this week, and I might have got the steal of the year in Gronkowski off the waivers. He's had two games this year, and he has four touchdowns, and he's tight end number two, and if they didn't play the Falcons last week, Probably be tight end number one. He's if they, looking. If they didn't play the Falcons, that's the only reason he's tight end number two is because they played the Falcons and the Cowboys. Well, to be fair, the Cowboys held Justin Herbert, who's a very good quarterback, to a minimal amount of points. So the Cowboys' defense might actually not be terrible. No, they're terrible. Then, moving, moving on. Oh, no, 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 sorry, not done yet. Um, Julio Jones, I think a lot of people overreacted to his week one performance, not taking into account that Tannehill 
and Jones had not got any preseason games together, and week one was their first go at it. We saw what they can do week two, and so I think absolute blowout. Josh's team, well, he does have some firepower. Anytime you can play Robinson on an Urban Meyer team, you want to do that because everybody knows he's got a hard-on for Carlos Hyde. Um, so, Josh, really liking your lineup this week. I'm uh, I'm taking Josh. I'm hammering the minus 10.3 line, and I, there's there's nothing more that needs to be said. I I did also hear Chris that you'd be paying me live for that botched job you did on the bet. You did once earlier in the year. Once we have EJ's sound on, so we can all hear the kaching. My phone is right here. My uh, sound is on, and um, I will be awaiting that one. Uh, while you do that, of course, I'm picking Josh in this matchup. I think it's a blowout. Um, I think he is just going to take you behind the barn, and I, I oh, there you go, you got the sound. Uh, he has he has paid uh, being a loser. You did you are you are a loser, and that was possibly the worst bet you've ever made. But um, I want to, I want everyone on the pod and everyone around the world that listens to this pod to know, Chris, you've made a trussel guarantee that Zach Wilson will stay in your lineup so long as he is not hurt. That is correct, or on by, or on by. So. Zach Wilson will be my QB1 for the whole year. I will not move him there unless of injury or bye week. And in the injury category, that is at my discretion of what injury is. Chris loves to refer to his players. He will stand by no matter what as his Trussell's All-Stars. And uh, I would like to start referring to his bench as the Trussell's All-Chars because it's just completely burnt to hell on his bench, it is a absolute graveyard of players that Chris will not give up on. Latavius Murray, James Conner, Fournette. It's the vendetta group of people. Um, now that we have gone into a couple of matchups, I think it's time for an ad because we have a great sponsor today, don't we, Chris? We do. And uh, so we'll be hearing from them right now. Bring the adventures of Thomas and his friends home with the Thomas Wooden Railway. Time to go to the roundhouse. The Thomas Wooden Railway brings your child's favorite Thomas stories magically to life and provides your little engineer with a rich world to discover and explore. Building with the Thomas Wooden Railway helps children develop physical, social, and cognitive skills, as well as a sense of pride and accomplishment. Plus, your child will learn important lessons about the value of friendship, fair play, and teamwork. Best of all, the Thomas & Friends Wooden Railway carries an unconditional lifetime guarantee, so Thomas will be your child's friend for life. Now, he has to go home. Inspire your child to believe that little people, like little engines, can do big things. The top Thank you, friends at Thomas the Train. And Chris, I, want, I hope you really heard that very closely, that little friends can do big things. Unfortunately, some of you more little people can't. Like you. No, I can. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not so sure I can get on board with that. All right. And now we're going to welcome on Hunter Clark, not a uncommon guest for the pod and a former Midtown resident. Hunter, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, EJ. How are you guys doing this fine evening? Pretty yes. good. No complaints. Um, yeah, as good as ever. 
as good as ever. Even after a couple of losses, this gang's spirits just never die, do they? They don't. You know, that's just, that is just the Midtown mentality, is it not? It is the mid- Midtown mentality, and, and some people like to call it weak town, and, and we're just, we don't have it, because that is not what Midtown is about. Midtown mentality is strength, resilience, perseverance. You know, I do have to say this. Some people like to give a little slander and call it weak town, but I will tell you this, the gym stats do not lie. I can confirm that it is strong town at minimum. It is definitely Strong Town. Strong Town might have to be the title of this week's episode. Uh, Hunter, I hear you have a nice little segment for us tonight that we are looking forward to. Absolutely. We're going to be doing another uh, classic uh, Clark's Casket, um, and it should be a fun one. Oh, Clark's Casket. We're all on the edge of our seats. Take it away. All right. Well, I'm glad that you guys brought me back on. Honored to be back on the podcast for another season. Um, to this week for the Clark's casket. It's actually a bit of a surprise. Probably one of the most humble moves that could be made on the podcast. And without further ado, here we go. Today's, this week's Clark casket selection is Let Dalvin Cook. That's right. It is EJ's team and my team. And you know what? I hate to say it, but we deserve it. We, uh, we absolutely got dominated, and it all comes down to, in our humble opinions, one player in particular. And that player is none other than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of Kansas City. This week, he gave us a whopping 2.6 points in the flex position. Absolutely turned our, uh, turned our week around. We were going to win, and we're going to go ahead and uh, blame this one entirely on Clyde. You know, they're just not giving him the looks that he deserves. He should, in, you know, my opinion, your opinion, the league's opinion, be putting up double-digit points in every single game at least. Um, so with that being said, you know, this segment usually is called Clark's Casket, but this week we might have to rename it to Clyde's Casket because, goddamn, he put us in one this week yet again. Oh, he really did. Really did, Hunter, and I, I like I like the spin you threw on that. We we may have to change the name permanently going forward to Clyde's Casket. I couldn't agree more, and uh, hopefully he turns it around. But for every week he doesn't, we're going to continue to call it Clyde's Casket. Hmm. And is that that's a Midtown promise, a Midtown guarantee. And you know when Midtown makes a guarantee, it is not uh, it's not let up. Just like the bet that Chris made with me last week, right, Hunter? That's right. Absolutely right. Chris, do you have any comments for uh, for Clark before he logs off here? Can you confirm that when you play Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you're playing down a man every week? As I have told you and your fellow teammate not to ever play him, ever, under any circumstance. I can confirm that you have said that it is like playing down man when Clyde Edwards-Alaire is on the roster and starting. You have, in fact, said that he has underperformed every week. That being said, it's like playing Mike Evans. Sometimes he might get you 2.6 points, but there's the potential for 26 points. So you got to take that risk sometimes. And you know, Hunter, I, I would be reminisced if I did not say that you and me are the only ones that have the stones to hold on to him. And 
I will say that everyone except for you and me will look absolutely silly if he turns this season around. Because there is the potential. Chris can't deny the potential that he turns it around. Because the future is un- unwritten. No, but if you dropped him, I wouldn't pick him up. If I was the only one in the league that could pick him up, I'd just let him sit there. And you know, you're going to look silly if he turns the season around. Wouldn't you agree? Everyone would, with all the slander. That's right. There's just too much potential there. I mean, I'm, I'm saying this as a vote of confidence. There is a particular member of the league who has won it a record amount of times who has expressed interest in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which tells me and EJ that he is worth having on the squad at least. Yep, that's right. And we, we won't take these lowball offers that have been thrown around in the chat. That is absolutely right. He is worth more, and and he's worth it. All right, Hunter. Well, thanks for coming on the pod. We we appreciate you and the work you do with your Clark's Casket segment, or Clyde's Casket, sorry. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and I can't wait to uh, do it again in one of the weeks down the line. Bored with Sounds that. Good. All right, moving on to our third matchup of the week. We'll jump into my matchup, Chris, since you uh, jumped into yours. Uh, it is the Battle of the Stink with uh, Alan and me, 0-2. A team has to find a win here, right, Chris? Um, and I'm honestly pretty confident that it's going to be our team coming out with the victory. Um, going into this matchup, Russ and Lockett combination is just one of the premier stacks in the league right now. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping to ride that one out. I'm hoping Dalvin comes out. And thanks for that, Chris. Sneaking out the studio. We have a sneak alert. And uh, I want to get the sirens going on that one. Sneak alert. The studio has been stunk out. And we need help. And we need it now. Thank you, Chris, for that. Nala is on absolute edge after the alert alert has gone off. Her hairs are spiked up. And the studio is now smelling like yesterday's Rafi bomb in second harvest. Um, back to the matchup. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is on the bench, so our team has a chance. That is really all that needs to be said. The line is very close. I'm taking minus .9 to let Alvin Cook. You know, when I look at this matchup, I think of a lot of things. Inability to get the job done and a... All-you-can-eat buffet at the Golden Corral. It's $7.99, and you're going to get a lot of food, but it's just going to go straight out your backside. I expect this matchup to be a stinky matchup. However, I do think Russell and Lockett will combine for big points and ultimately send Allen to 0-3. It's also important to note, I believe there's there's 13 weeks, so starting 0-3, Almost a quarter of the way through the season, not to have a win, that's not what you want. So if you have playoff hopes, you win this week if you're winless. I couldn't agree more, Chris. Winning is not a bad thing. You heard it here, folks. I think we need to play that sound again. Winning is good. Winning is good. Alert, alert. All right, going into the fourth matchup of the week. Leading up to the premier matchup, we are going to have Logan versus Skyler. And I think this may be one of the bigger blowouts of the century. Chris, what about you? I do, too. Um, I want to hear who you think is getting blown out. Oh, I, I think Skyler's getting the door hinges blown off. It's going to be like a hurricane in, <laughs> in Louisiana where the houses are getting ripped from the ground and 
tossed thousands of feet in the air only to land in the ocean. This is going to be a slaughter of the mechanical snakes. Skyler is projected to lose by almost 20 points. And I'm hammering the Logan line. Well, you know, I just don't know. When I look at Logan's team, I think of a 1990 Honda Civic. Old, not flashy, but reliable. Um, so, you know, Logan did have a good week last week, but everybody knows that the Honda Civic, I think EJ can t attest to it, has its moments, and then at other times it is going to crash and burn, but it will get you to where you need to go. I just don't think Logan's team is going to have the depth to get to a title. So I'm going to take the line with Skyler, but I think Skyler's going to lose the matchup. Alrighty. <clears throat> Moving into the last matchup, which ends up being the premier matchup of the week, we have Asa versus Tim. Highest score of the year so far, Tim versus May Never Lose Again, which we are all hoping does. Chris, what do you have in this matchup? Well, I think Asa's team has overperformed in every aspect of the word overperformed. I mean, look at his quarterback play. Kirk Cousins and Tua, they, I, bold prediction, they combined for 20 points this week. Derrick Henry's not going to put up 50 again. Swift is going against the stingy Baltimore defense. Hopkins could explode. He could also not. Could not be his week. It could be a James Conner week. Wait, I want to pause you right there. You're saying that the Baltimore defense is stingy. They are. Their run defense. Their run defense. So you're saying that Clyde Edwards-Lair faced a run-stingy defense last week in his bad performance. I'm saying Clyde Edwards-Lair averages six points a game. Against the stingy defenses. The first team they played was not stingy. Stingy, not stinky. Go ahead. Anyway, continue. So Justin Jefferson, he might have a good day. The Pittsburgh defense is very good. Oh, I will throw a fact out. You're saying Justin Jefferson might have a good day, but Seattle's giving up third least points to fantasy receivers so far this year. Actually, dating back, I think, six games. Anyway, continue. Well, I still think he's going to have a good game. Jamar Chase um, against that Pittsburgh defense. We all know that offense isn't doing anything. I think Austin broke some news that masturbation elbow has now gone into masturbation chest syndrome. I think it is a, uh, what's it called, a, um, a, I can't think of the word for it, where the disease spreads throughout the body. Uh, can't think of the word, but definitely a um, contagious virus that can spread throughout the body and destroy everything. And you know, while we're on Pittsburgh, um, I, for those of you that don't know, I got a haircut on Sunday. And oh, did you? When I was getting a haircut... My barber was saying that his cousin is good friends with Troy Polamalu, and I was like, oh, well, does he have any stories about Big Ben? And he said, yeah. He said, he couldn't remember the team, but he said there was one game when Ben Roethlisberger got hit so hard that he crapped himself. He went over to the sideline and... You're, you're shitting me. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Pete told me this. You can go ask him next time you get a haircut. And... Roethlisberger goes up to the coach and says, Coach, I need to go to the locker room. And he's like, why? Are you hurt? He's like, no. He's like, I just shit myself. And it was because he took a devastating hit. So I want to know who the person was that hit him there because that person deserves a medal. They do. So um, I don't know why I wanted to share that, but I did. Um, 
Back, oh, I think it's because I said Ace's team was just not going to do anything this week. <laughs> My crap hit got hit so hard that they crapped themselves. That's I think right. that's what you were saying. And I think Tim's going to hit Ace's so hard this week that he craps himself. I mean, Oof. I'm picking the upset. I'm also picking against Ace. Con Slinger, whatever the hell his name is. Concierge. Yeah. I do want to address one thing. Tim, you told me that Mike Evans would maybe flex for you some weeks. You wouldn't crack your lineup. I don't think you believe that with any part of your heart. I'm looking at Allen Robinson. He has been nothing but a stink. And Debo Samuel has played very well, but he has had to rely on one big play each week. So the offer I sent you still stands until tomorrow night at 9.01 p.m. (laughs) 901 for any specific reason? Nope, I just feel like having a deadline. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, those are the th- all five matchups of the week. Um, Chris has a bold prediction. I'm also going to have a bold prediction. Well, maybe it's not so bold that Skylar's team does not crack 100 points this week, Chris. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I think Mechanical Snake runs out of steam this week. Let's look at this. Let's assume I win. I will move to 2-1. and one. Josh will move to 0-3. Let's assume Logan wins. He'll move to 3-0. Sky will move to 1-2. Let's assume Tim wins. We'll have two 2-1 two teams. Let's assume EJ wins. Alan will be 0-3. EJ and Hunter will be 1-2. And, and let's assume that Austin wins. What I'm trying to get at here is the league is going to be as tight as it was last year, potentially, if all those matchups happen exactly how I just predicted they would. Are those your predictions? Those are my predictions. <laughs> you contradicted yourself a bit on your uh, picks there. but I was know. looking at records, and then, yeah. Sounds good. Well, um, we, we appreciate uh, all the viewers out there, and, you know, we want to finish off with, like we do every time, is the parlay of the week. Chris, do you have that going for us? Is that still going on? Because you've never lost. That's I don't think I lost say. last week. The payout was massive. And if you, if you joined in, you, you reaped the benefits. But if not, you missed out. This week, each week we're going to take the Jets no matter what on the money line. And when it hits, we are going to be rich. Right now, the Jets are sitting at... Bold prediction, they go winless this year, just so Chris loses every bet. Plus 455, I think you take that all day, so we'll take the Jets money line. We don't know if Derek Carr is going to play this week, so we're going to pass there. We're going to go to Atlanta and the Giants. We're going to take Atlanta plus three. Um, We're going to take the Chiefs minus six and a half over the Chargers. We're going to take the Saints at plus two and a half over the Patriots. And we're going to take the Ravens at minus eight over the Lions. And we're also going to take, I didn't want to add this, but I'm going to seeing this now, seven and a half point favorite Arizona over Jacksonville. I don't know if Jacksonville will get a point. 20 bucks makes $2,506. That's a hell of a parlay <laughs> right there. Are you locking it in? Yeah, I'll lock that in. Sure, I need to make sure it's locked in there, Chris. That's worth two grand. All right. Locked in, officially. Locked and loaded. All right, everybody, signing off here. See you next week. Remember, as we say on the PP, believe in yourself, but not as Chris, as much as Chris Trussell believes in himself. Suck it. Yeet.
Yay. Yay. <laughs>